Welcome back to That Honesty Thing, the podcast, and a special welcome to the very first episode, The Truth About the Journey for 2019. I am excited to be back. I've been gone for a long time. It was intentional and needed, but I'm so happy to start this year off with this topic and a few of the things that I have discovered or rediscovered because they're great things to share and I'm happy that you're here. For those of you who are new and to those of you who are old, I do want to just put out there that in this podcast, I am not pretending to be anyone's guru or to have all of the answers. I honestly don't think there is anything that I'm telling you that you don't already know. I do also know though that sometimes we need to hear things from different people. We need to hear thoughts from outside of ourselves and um, that's just what that is. So I'm happy to do that for you, but I do think there are no gurus. There are things that people have mastered and people have gotten comfortable with. And the only reason we're able to resonate with what people are saying is because there's a connection to some familiarity. And I say that to say that something in you is already knowing. And when it's heard from the outside, you connect. And that's why it will resonate because you know this already. And so again, not here to preach at you, (laughs) but I am here to share and to connect and to hopefully awaken whatever truth you already have, whatever knowledge and wisdom you already have um, further. So I have been gone for a lot of months. And in life, I mean, sometimes you just have to pause. You have to take a step back and I definitely needed to. And I needed to take my time to assess and reassess and refocus. And a major reason for that was because I was getting carried away in things that were not supportive of my mission, of my vision and of my intentions. And I was focusing on things like Instagram and likes and, you know, certain factors that would incorrectly, improperly indicate that I was doing something right, that I was successful. I got carried away. You know, humans, it happens. And even though I came into this knowing not to do exactly what started to happen, it happened anyway. But that's just part of the journey and part of the cycle. And as soon as I recognized that I was paying more attention to things that were not necessarily conducive to the spiritual environment that I was creating within myself, to the creative area that I was trying to uphold, I took a step back to figure out why that was and what I was searching for and why I was manifesting it in the the way of like Instagram and likes and what have you. So in that time of reflecting and of reflection, I really got to investigate and delve deeper into things like patience and comparison time, honoring your lane, um, resistance versus preparation, balance, all of those things. And it's been really helpful in my personal life, day-to-day work life, and my creative space as well. And the first thing that I want to talk about is comparison, Um, something that was starting to deter me from the path that I was on was I was looking at other people's journeys and comparing myself to them. Because we were on seemingly similar lanes, I felt that 
there were certain benchmarks that I should be at um, in comparison to this other person's. And I had to really remind myself again and again and again that everybody's journey is different and you have to honor your journey. You have to honor your lane. That doesn't mean that you can't challenge it. That doesn't mean that you can't veer a little left, veer a little right. It just means you need to honor your lane because what was designed for you, what was paved out for you is literally just for you. And to compare yourself to someone else, to compare myself to someone else was really it wasn't just detrimental to my growth, but it was insulting to the creator and to the time and to the thought and the intricacies that make up my personal journey. Everything from the speed bumps to the to the potholes, I mean, all of that was designed to prepare me for everything that was to come after. And to focus so heavily on someone else and on their path and on their journey, I was neglecting how far I came. I was neglecting the footsteps and the the inches and the miles that I have uh, taken. And so I felt a little bit guilty and a little bit spoiled and a little ungrateful. And those are not things that define me as a person. And as you know, those are not definitions and those things do not speak to my character. And so I really had to calm myself. And in doing that, I also realized that it's okay to look at other people. It's okay to admire and appreciate someone else, but that has to be where it ends. I cannot assume that what they're doing is what I should be doing. Even speaking about your emotional capacity, if you were given exactly what someone else has, would you even be able to really handle that? Would you be able to thrive in that? You know, sometimes we we beg or we pray a lot for this sort of success, but we haven't prepared ourselves enough yet for it. We haven't prepared ourselves enough to sustain that success when it comes to even recognize or appreciate it. And that's because we are being worked on in the time that is designated for us and that is meant for us. Ooh, that sounds a little preachy, but I have to tell myself that often because it is so easy, so easy to get caught up in someone else's journey. And you got to support them, cheer for them, root for them, pray for them, but that is for them. (laughs) And then you have to refocus on you. Another thing with the journey and, you know, things of that nature is it gets a little bit scary. Um, You get a little bit nervous or I got a little bit nervous because I was confused. I have a lot of talents. There's a lot of things that I can do that I'm equipped to do, but I didn't know what that meant. And to expound on that, I just mean that, okay, I can sing. I don't sing often, but I can. I'm a poet. I love poetry. I am gifted in the classroom, even though I really (laughs) try to run from that. But somehow I find myself in that same spot every time. I'm a good speaker. I can do a lot of things. But why am I gifted all of these things? Why do I have these talents? And I've realized that the journey, sometimes we think of it as this linear thing and as this unilateral 
thing as well, that there's only one layer, there's only one place or one thing we're supposed to be doing. And I don't think that that's true. I think we're gifted with so many talents because whatever the underlying purpose is for your being here on earth, I think we were just given myriad ways to exercise that. You know, I don't think that if you're born and you've been prepped to be a doctor and you don't become a doctor that you've now wasted your talents, that now you are purposeless and your journey is, you know, it's, it's ended. I really do believe that, okay, you weren't a doctor, but you can also draw, you know, and you find a lot of people like that. A lot of people are multi-talented and it's because you can reach your potential in a variety of ways, in a plethora of ways. And I didn't get that. It was kind of like, well, if I can do a podcast, <laughs> if I'm a good public speaker, but I can sing and I can write poetry and I can teach a class, what? how does that all combine into this one thing? And it doesn't have to be. You can focus on all of your talents. You can focus on just one. But at the end of the day, are you doing what you're here to do? And that took me a long time. I went through almost this entire journal writing because I didn't have the word for it, but I did come up with empowerment, that that is what I'm supposed to do. I'm here to empower. And that's why I can empower through song. I can empower through poetry. I can empower through a podcast and in a classroom. It doesn't matter what I call it. We shouldn't get hung up on what you call it, but be hung up on what you're doing. Be caught up in how you feel once you perform whatever it is that you're performing, whether you're at, you know, I could be a construction worker, but am I empowering my, my colleagues every day? I would probably feel just as good as if, you know, I'm podcasting or teaching a classroom. And that's because I'm focused on empowerment and not on the title or what that can be wrapped up or bundled into. And so long story short, <laughs> Defining what you want to do or discovering what it is that you're here for is great. And sometimes there is no word for it. Again, I started off journaling. I'm almost done with this journal. I did not come up with the word empowerment until, I mean, I'm almost at the end and I just came up with the word. And so I feel like go with what you feel, go with the signs, if you're feeling happy and you're feeling joyous about something, you're on the right track. Whenever you're feeling sad or you've accomplished something and everyone else is giving you a round of applause, but you feel a bit empty, you may not be doing the right thing for you and for your path. So I touched on this a little bit already, but I did want to drive in this point because again, it means a lot to me and it was a part of just this process that really resonated and that something that I'm I'm really sticking with and reminding myself of often. Um, the journey in general, again, it's not linear and it's for sure not pretty all the time. And sometimes it does need to be private. And that part, it being private and being very personal, was something that I struggled with just in terms of balancing the podcast. I recognize that we are habituated to these success stories on Instagram, on social media, um, that don't properly highlight the struggle moment. And so I wanted to come on the podcast 
and be very transparent about the moments that were not working for me. Be very transparent about moments that were hard, that did not have a nice and happy ending because that is a part of the journey. And I think we do ourselves a large disservice when we neglect that part of the story. And as I said before, the journey is not always pretty. It's daunting and it's exhausting, but I did realize that some parts of the journey are not to be televised, if you will, and to be present for that part of the journey of the dark moments or what have you, you can't in the moment communicate or convey to someone else exactly what it is that you're going through, exactly what it is that you're experiencing, because if you're doing that, you're not paying attention to whatever tribulations or trials were put in your path, not against you, but for you to better you. Um, and you're focused on something else. So you're missing the picture. You're missing the opportunity to see the light at the end of that tunnel because you're too focused on letting other people in to see this part of your story. And that's not to say that you cannot share these moments, but there are some moments that you have to really work at and be 100% present for in order to make it through. Some of us have become familiar with this term or idea that you should not share your goals with other people, that you should keep it to yourself, move in silence or what have you. And in this time of reflection and time to myself, I did realize that in part that is true and sometimes it is necessary. Some parts of your journey need to be sacred. And yes, I think there are moments where and sharing your goals or your journey inadvertently, whoever you're sharing this with may send out some negative energy, not because it's always intentional, but because they may not be in a place to do what it is that you're doing. So they may meet your goals and your energy with a bit of resistance. And I don't think that that'll block you from your blessings. I don't think anyone has the true ability to do that, but I do think it may cause some, you know, unease or a little bit of tension or a little roadblock or what have you just because that's just how the world works. But more importantly, I feel that it's important to keep some parts of your journey to yourself because when sharing them with people that you love and people that appreciate you and that root for you, they are going to be proud of you. So just in saying that you're going to do something, you receive this instant gratification and you feel as though you've already accomplished what you said you would do. And because of that, you may be slower to move on said goal. You may be slower to move on this idea that you have because you've already received the accolades for it. And again, I don't think that's intentional, but I do feel that that happens. So that's something too in, in terms of privacy and the journey that sometimes you have to just show and share when you're done and respect your process, honor your journey, which sometimes means keeping it to yourself until it is ready to be shared with everybody else. Another point that I wanted to talk about too was Again, I keep saying the journey is not linear, <laughs> and I really mean that because I truly believe that the journey is a cycle. It is a circle, and 
you end up exactly where you started in the womb of the earth from which we all came from. And I believe that that may sometimes cause us to question, like if you end up in the same place you started, then what is the point of the trek? What is the point of the journey? What is the point of traveling? But I believe that you have the option to return to the same spot as who you were, or you can return as someone who has gained wisdom, who has seen the beauties of the world, who has learned lessons that you can't if you have shut your eyes throughout the journey or if you didn't move at all, right? And I think that in order to return to something, you have to leave. And so to gain the most out of the journey and out of the experience, you have to move, you have to walk, you have to see, you have to fail. And sometimes you go in the same circle multiple times. And I don't think that is because there is some force who is trying to punish us for you know something. But I do think that in our darkest moments, we fail to see the beauty of what is surrounding that dark moment. And so I think oftentimes we have to revisit it because God doesn't want us to miss out on the beauty that's on the other side. I really genuinely believe that. And yeah, that's just something that I I firmly believe and that I think it's good for us to know that we go back to where we started, but it's less about the distance, you know, some people can journey for 80 plus years, some people for just 10. And I really don't think it's the years or the distance that matters. I really think that it is what you've seen. It is what you've experienced that makes the journey. And so being vulnerable and open to these new experiences and to these events, I think is the purpose of life. And in that journey, I think we always find our way back to love and to joy. Now I said balance, I think a few times and balance is (laughs) forever a struggle, but it's necessary. You cannot journey without balance. And what I mean by that you know, I know sleep is hard to come by when you're working and you have, you know, extracurricular activities, but I mean, in general, not neglecting parts of your spirit or your calling. It may seem to some people who, you know, work and make hundreds of thousands every year that it's not necessary to focus on the creative side. Maybe they could be a painter or what have you, but I feel like the journey is fueled by all the components of you. And even like in the actual literal journey, right? You don't just walk. You walk, you breathe, you look, you pray, you drink water, you eat, you rest. All of these things make up the journey. And when you are absent of one of those things, let's say you don't have water, you're not going to make it very far. And so I've learned that I do need to balance work, school, my creative side, friendships, all of these things, because without one of them, I'm not able to fuel my my journey. Um, literally and figuratively, it's not possible. And so balance is something that I've always struggled to attain, but something in my time away that I am not playing with anymore. If I need to take a PTO day from work, I'm taking PTO because I need to create 
a sustainable lifestyle for myself, a sustainable journey for me to trek and for me to travel. And I cannot do that if I'm not paying attention to all the parts of me that make up this incredible journey that I'm on. Another thing is patience. And I still struggle with that. I don't want to say that I'm the most patient person. I think I've become far more patient now than I have been in the past. But patience for preparation is so necessary. I came to the thought that we shouldn't resist. Instead, we should prepare. And we will resist when we feel improperly prepared for whatever is coming our way. But if we are prepared, there would be less of a need for resistance. And whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen. So we can resist all we want. At some point, it's going to happen. So we might as well take the time to prepare. And that means being patient with ourselves and learning what our faults are and learning what we need to better build. Because our life is going to happen for us, whether we want it to or not. And for us does not always mean that it is a, a great or pleasant in the moment type of feeling. Sometimes that stuff is really hard, but to resist it and meet these things with you know, to, to be ill-equipped for these things, I think that is when we bring about suffering. But when we're vulnerable, when we have faith and we're open and we're trusting, we have the patience to prepare. And when life meets us and sometimes knocks us over a little bit, we'll be prepared to stand back up. Um, that is something that I just thought about really last night. Um, because I had experienced a car accident, um, <laughs> which was unfortunate, but literally I felt like it was going to happen and I prepared for it as best as I could. And when it happened, I had really genuinely like 25 seconds of, okay, maybe more like a full minute. I was just angry. Like, oh my gosh, I do not need a car accident right now, but I was prepared for it. Everything was set. Insurance was done. I knew how to talk to the person. I think me and this person, I wouldn't say we're friends, but you know, she's good people. It was an accident, a genuine accident. And I could have resisted that so much. And when it happened, could have been so ill-prepared that that created a bigger mess than what it already was. And so that is something that I just, again, a lot of these things I'm really trying to you know, remind myself of every day. Instead of resist, find yourself preparing. Prepare, don't resist. And then lastly, and again, I, I know this is going back and forth and somewhat all over the place. It's really hard to organize your thoughts when you are talking by yourself into a microphone, but I just want to leave it at this, that you have to journey as yourself. You cannot journey as someone else. You cannot travel someone else's path because even if you do, whatever accomplishments you come by, they'll feel insignificant. The lessons that you are presented with, you may not understand them well enough. You have to show up to your journey as you. You have to travel as yourself. And so that is just something as I reimmerse myself into 
the social media world and all of those things that I am very cognizant and aware of that everything happening on the outside is not necessarily for me. All these things exist for particular people. They benefit certain people, but you have to be strong in your spirit. You have to be a, a great listener and follow the directions and inner voices that are given to you to best prepare you for this life because this journey is short. You know, you could put a lot of years on it, 80 years still, it's really not that long. So we don't have time <laughs> to to walk someone else's race. They got it on lock. They have it. Run your own race. Respect your lane. Honor your lane. Honor your journey and honor your truth. Keep up with that honesty thing. For full-length podcasts, please subscribe to That Honesty Thing on iTunes and SoundCloud. Stay in touch and involved by subscribing to the website at www.thathonestything.com, following on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at That Honesty Thing, and Twitter at Honesty Thing. Wherever you can, please support by subscribing, rating, and sharing.